Hey everybody, you know a word I've been thinking about lately? Abandonment. Now I know that sounds sad, and it is sad, it's very sad. I have been abandoned. It is currently Valentine's Day weekend, and Edgar's not here. Young Prince Apodaca is not here. We got Culture King's dad, though. We got Colin in the room. So I guess I'm not fully abandoned. But my homies have gone. They're gone frolicking with their significant others. Edgar is at a wedding. I'm not going to tell you whose wedding it is. It might be his. He might have a secret wedding that he's doing right now. He's going to be very mad at me for spilling any type of beans. I don't know. Tweet at him. Ask him, did him and Anna get married this weekend? Court wedding. Secret. Make it official. Agree to split everything 50-50 down the middle. Assets. Money. Life. I don't know. You should hit him up. Tweet him. At Edgar Montplazier. Say, did you and Anna get married this weekend? Did you and Anna get married? Did you and Anna get married? I'm so happy for you and Anna. Congratulations. Where can I send no gift? Do you need money? You need a toaster? You want a KitchenAid? Do you need, I don't know, some four hymns? Some of the ED pills? You know. A lot of love making happens in those first couple of weeks after a wedding, after a marriage. He's at a wedding now. Maybe it's not his. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I do know. You don't know. You should find out, though. I don't know what Matt is doing. He's at some rally or something, I'm sure. I'm not going to say which rally it is. But generally, when you hear the word rally... You never really associate it with a good thing. (laughs) You only associate rallies with bad things. Because if it's not a bad thing, it's usually a march, right? You're marching for something. Well, I guess like the men's march. But nobody cares about that. Like usually good things are have marches on them. And then bad things have rallies on them. Like clan rallies. The Million Man March. What's another rally? The only rally I can think of is a Klan rally. But every march is a good thing. The Women's March. Black Lives Matter March. Notice I didn't say Matt is at a march. He's at a rally. Take that as you will. Tweet him. Ask him what rally he went to. To celebrate love this weekend. I don't know. Actually, I do know. You don't know. That's why you should tweet him to find out. But I'm here. I'm here for you guys. I didn't leave you. I celebrated a lovely weekend with a significant other. But I said, you know what? My love, love of my life. I still got to go and entertain the culture kingdom. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Edgar and Matt don't care about y'all. Jacquees care about y'all. That's right. I care. I love y'all. 
Y'all are who I'm spending this weekend with. You guys. And you're going to hear this on a Monday, and you're probably going to hear this well after I record it. But who cares? I'm here for you. Remember that. Don't ever forget that. How you guys doing? Welcome to Culture Kings, ladies and gentlemen. I know you just hear my voice right now, but this is not a solo episode. I'm pretty fucking hyped for who we got on the pod today. Now, if you are a longtime listener... You've heard her on the pod before, but see, when Edgar bought her on, he bought her on to do a bit, and it was like he was doing a late night show, and he was like, yo, Mary, Mary Beth, I just want you to come on, and I just want you to tell five minutes of jokes, and then just sit there silently while we do the rest of the episode. Jaquise don't do that. Jaquise care about his guests. I, I want my guests to have a voice, all right? I want my guests to have a voice when they come on the show. I want them to know you can talk more than me. I won't. E- I ain't even got to say nothing. For the next 40, 50 minutes, all you might hear is Mary Beth's voice. That's all you might. I might not even say a word. You might be like, where Jackie said, I'm here. But I'm giving it up for my guests. I am letting them know that they are the center of the universe. All right? We got Mary Beth Barone in the, cri- in the, in the crib, in the house, here at Earwolf. On the episode, she is a funny person, a comedian, writing. She has done stuff on Comedy Central. She has her shows that she does all over the damn country, especially uh, the show that I got to go check out called Drag His Ass. I'm all about dragging that ass. You don't know what that means, but I do. Tweet me. Ask me. What does drag his ass mean to you? What does drag his ass mean to you guys? I don't know. Maybe you're really dragging his ass. You take him out and you drag him on the streets. Maybe that's what he deserves. Maybe you talk about him on social media. You know, you roast him. Maybe it means something good. I don't know. Maybe dragging that ass mean, you know, <laughs> dragging that ass on them sheets. I don't know what it means. Mary Beth can tell us, though. So let's find out. Let's get to the episode. Here we go. Mary Beth Barone here on Culture Kings. What's up, Mary Beth? How are you? I'm so good. How are you? How does it feel that Edgar isn't here? I am a little, I feel like I was misled. You were. I'm not disappointed. Okay. I mean, like I would love for him to be here, but I think it's, you know, two now people on a podcast. That's how podcasts were intended. That's how podcasts were intended. Because... More than two mics is insane. It's a lot of mics. It's a lot of fucking mics. It's too many voices. Mm-hmm. People talking over each other. I don't like it. Mm-mm. This will be an intimate podcast episode. Truly between... a dialogue. <laughs> and nothing more. And nothing more. It won't, what's, what do you call when three people talk? A trialogue? I don't know. See, it doesn't even sound right. It doesn't sound right. Uh, it's unnatural. What's a diatribe? That's a... when you go on like a rant, I feel like. That's a three or four person episode. It yeah. generally is a rant. Yeah. It's just too much fucking ranting. But that's not what they're getting today. They're not. They're nope. getting they're getting the calm episode about life lessons. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing well. I meant to tell you up top if I smell it's cuz I worked out before this. I also worked out before this, but I showered. Okay, I didn't do that. Yeah, I showered so you wouldn't smell me. So thank you. 
Well, no, I should be thanking you. Well, no, I'm saying like, thank you for, for being real. For being honest. For being yes, honest. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the truth. Um, if one, there's one thing you're always going to get from me and that's it's honesty. honesty. All right. Nothing, nothing Well, I will less. tell you, I don't smell you. Okay, good. Do you think people actually smell people when they say that? I, or is it just because we're so close to our noses? I think that, I think people who are not smell, like, I think people who don't have the self-awareness that they smell are mm-hmm. not going to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like paranoid about being smelly. Yeah. So I'm like going to always lead with that because I don't want anyone thinking it in the back of their mind. I'm like, I'm going to cut you off right there yeah, and yeah. tell you that I smell before I we even it. say hi. And then it's not a thing. Okay. You know? You didn't tell me when we first. I know because I forgot. We you, got right into the combo. We, we got right into we the combo. We were talking shit about Edgar. We said, we were. "Well, we won't repeat what we said." Mm-hmm. But we, we were can. talking shit, and then you know, one thing led to another, and now here we are recording. Right. Sorry, I'm hitting the table. These it's knobs okay. are diabolical. I just hit my knee on one. All right, how's your knee feeling? Ooh, ow! Does it hurt? <laughs> yeah. Did it hurt for real? I have knobby knees. You also though. got some long. You got some long ass knees. If I, I can't even reach it. Oof, that is, hurt. Is my seat lower than yours? Maybe. Oh, that's right. that's the ticket. Lower your seat. And problem solved. <laughs> Weird. Problem solver. Let me tell you, I'm a professional podcaster. I know what to do. I come he in, knows. I lower my seat first. Yep. I make sure my knees are nowhere near the edges of tables. And now here we are. I don't let people know if I'm smelling or not. Because the people can't smell me, only you can. Right. But I think I smell good. I don't, I don't smell anything bad. Okay. So, but you also don't smell anything good. I don't smell... We're, we're, the table is large. <laughs> it should be noted that the table is large, and I, I'm not that close to you right now, physically. Okay. okay. All but right. Anyway, I'm good. I'm great. <laughs> to answer your Fantastic. question. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I am excited to have you on. Last time we had you on, I had just met you, mm-hmm. and you did... What I can only assume is not an easy, like, five minutes of comedy to no one. Correct. Except me and Edgar and maybe one other person in the room that I can't remember. No, it was it was Edgar's girlfriend. Okay. And some another f- woman. Okay. And I should know uh, both yes, names, that's right. I follow them both on Instagram. Heather. Yes, Heather and then there was, like, maybe a engineer in the room. There was an engineer in the room. So it was... I, Which was me. I said, oh, right. It was um, me. He wears many hats. I said on the <laughs> podcast at the time, and this is still true, I've done stand up to less people than that. And at least okay. you guys were laughing. We were laughing because so, it was very funny. It was fine. You know, no, no, no. It was more than fine. I'm just saying, as far as if you think it was not, if you think it was tough, sure, stand up's always tough, but mm-hmm. it's hardly the worst show I've ever done. Well, I imagine so many people laughed at home. Hopefully. That's A always lot the of hope, people. isn't it? That's the hope. I, I, I don't do stand up. Cause I'm a chicken shit, uh, and I'm not good at it. So, which I know I can still do it, but totally. And many people do. And many people who are both do, of those things. Who are chicken who are shits both and chicken bats. shits and not good at it. But I admire. I do improv comedy. Blah, blah, blah. I admire standups because I can. If I'm feeling like man, you know this shit is sucking, I'm just gonna hug the back wall, which I did like two nights ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, man. I'm shitting the bed tonight. <laughs> Let me go ahead and hug this back wall, do some support moves. Let me look pretty on this back wall. Yeah. I put the leg up on the and chair. Th- oh, it's leg up on the chair. Leg up on like, the chair. You know what? I'm I'm planted here. Mm-hmm. Good luck getting me out there. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a it's a fucking move. It's mm-hmm. a power move. Mm-hmm. But you don't have that option doing stand up. We do not. Yeah. We're in it, sink or swim, all all alone up there, and uh-huh. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'll tell you. Where are you from? I'm from Connecticut. You're from Connecticut. You live in New York right now. It's true. You've done, 
you do comedy in New York. You've done comedy in LA. Have you ever done comedy in Chicago? I have. Okay. I, I went there for a weekend and I had a blast. Which is the hardest city? I would say the hardest city is New York, mm -hmm. just because you have way more of assholes. a mixed bag. Okay. Well, actually, I don't think there's more assholes in New York, just like population wise. Mm -hmm. But I think in New York, audiences are just so like if you go, if you do a show in the East Village, Upper West Side and in Brooklyn in one night, that's three completely different audiences. Right. And you have to figure out what is going to work for all of them. Right. I think in L.A., the population maybe is more like at least the comedy population, and I'm not doing comedy clubs out here most of the time, mm -hmm. it feels more consistent. Man, I just did. I'm, can I air a grievance? Oh, not with you. Please do. It's not with you. If it's with me, I hope you would air it. I would air it, but I don't have any grievances with you. Thank you. Um, not yet. In 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. I see. In 40 minutes, let's take five minutes to see if we have grievances, we have grievances. with each other. All right. Well, yeah. you, you, you go first with your grievance. Okay. Here. All right. My grievance here. I just did a show Wednesday. It was a sketch show. This wasn't an improv show. This was a sketch show. And it should have fucking killed. And the premise of it was me and another black dude were diamonds. And he was a blood diamond. And the white guy came in and was like, blood diamond? Ooh, I like that. I'm not, I'm okay with that. And he was like, no, nah, not that type of blood diamond. I'm a diamond who's in the blood gang, right? Okay. And then I was a crip diamond. Mm -hmm. And then we had uh, a conflict-free diamond who was just like the woke black dude. Cool. And that's the diamonds we were. Okay. So funny. But it was an audience full of white people. And for whatever reason, the L.A. crowd, whenever there is racial comedy, which was written by a black person— they need permission to fucking laugh. Yeah. And it pisses me off so much. And we've I've done that. I've done a show here in L.A. and a show in New York. Same show. And the audience was so much fucking better in New York than it was here because people were just like, man, we just here to fucking laugh. We don't need permission. I think, we just here to do it. I think good shows in New York are better, but bad shows in New York are worse. Okay. L.A. is more flat, I think. That's my, that's okay. my interpretation of it. And I... I understand what you're saying, too. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a problem kind of across the board is that people don't want to be problematic. Um, that's just kind of I think that's an overcorrection of like you can't go on stage and be like, just so everyone in the audience knows this sketch was written by a black person. It's like, obviously, I mean, I'm assuming the three diamonds were all black people. We're all black people. We you were in think, blackface. You would think that coast. Right. We were, you would think that. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's what it you was. You endorse the sketch because you're in it. Right. Yes, 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 but yes. I think it is a symptom of white people just being so afraid to be problematic, which is you know, good in some ways, yeah, but it uh, can be tough if you it's want them to, shit. it's, com it's very annoying. Yeah. Oh, completely. But, um, you, yeah, it's, it's, you don't I've know what done, you're going to get. I've done a sketch where a black person wrote it and it was kind of racially charged. And in the beginning, we had somebody who introduced it in a character and it was like, just so you know, this was written by a black person. You have permission to laugh. That's nice. And like it killed. It mm -hmm. was the re <laughs> we rewrote history with Rosa Parks. The reason she couldn't stand is because she got fucked very hard the night before. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would, I would probably, <laughs> as a non-comedian, I would probably need permission to laugh at that. You need permission to laugh at that If shit. I was not a comedian. If yeah. I'm a comedian, I think. You get it. I get it. And I know who I know. I know where the sketch is coming from, mm -hmm. as opposed to being an audience member who might be like, "Ooh." Your face, even as a comedian, when I said that, your face. But I'm on board. Up. I'm bo on it's board like, with. Oh the shit! I'm on board completely. Thank you. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. So I I get it. I mean, yeah, that's definitely, that is an issue. Mm -hmm. But I think at a certain, well, once racism is solved, I think we can all just laugh again. Well, it's going to be solved in uh, January of 2022. Okay, I love that. 2022. Yeah, January 2020 is already gone. That's correct. (laughs) January 2022. By the way, but but you said it and I was completely on board. You were on board. And then when you said it was over, I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's because you're an ally. I'm an ally. I try. You Thank you so much. I do try. But it's going to be solved in January 2022. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what I'm going to do. We can just write every sketch we ever dreamed of. Every? Well, we can okay. write every sketch we ever dreamed <laughs> okay. of. Some people probably shouldn't. But okay. Okay. But we can. We can. Because I got some wild ass sketches. Just write them. Okay. And put up a show January 2022. Mm-hmm. Book the date now. Mm-hmm. Lock yourself in. And then you're going to fucking go, go off. January 21st, 2022, I'm assuming is Martin Luther King's birthday. Okay. I'm just going to assume. It generally is around, it's generally between the 17th and the 23rd every year. Well, it's definitely the same day every year. His birthday doesn't change. (laughs) But (laughs) yes, it does. When it is honored, that is, that's what changes. Okay. And they want to keep you guessing. And that's kind of what's fun about calendars. I mean, Uh I have a whole theory about dates, there's too many. Uh, please. Well, first, can we find out when Martin Luther King's birthday is in, in January 2022? Is it? But right. I want to know when his actual birthday is. The 17th. All right. That's is, when we're celebrating. That's Martin Luther King's day. That's Martin Luther King's day. But what's his actual birthday? I don't know. Should I know that? Should I, as a should black I person. Should I know that as a white person? You should know it as I a white person. Should. I should. There are things that black people don't. January 20th. <gasps> okay. What day did I say first? You said 24th. First, I, Roll I think the I said the twenty first. Roll the tapes. Yes, we don't know. The tapes. I was close. I did say it's celebrated between the seventeenth and the twenty third every yes, year. Yes, yes, and I you were correct right in that. that. You were absolutely right. correct. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. I like it, and I'll fly out for it. And Please you can, do. You're you can, gonna be in it. You can make me the the bad person. But racism is over. Right. There won't we, be any more bad we people. That's why we need to. But we right. I mean, but we can still have sketches about them. Okay. If you want. If you, if you, this is, never mind. I was going to say, if you were a bad person to write some sketch, but that's a terrible question to ask. Who would I be? A white person. Yeah, don't answer that. I won't answer. <laughs> don't answer that. I know you have thoughts, but don't answer that because why would you? Why would I? Why would you? Tweet at us. If you were in a racist sketch, what race Who would person you be? would you be? What kind of racist stereotype? I actually will answer. I can do a Southern accent. Okay. So I'd probably play on that stereotype and yeah. I would just do whatever you guys want me to do. As I mean, you're person. acting. You can, that's I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You could be um, somebody from like Django or something. Sure. 100%. Or Sarah Paulson. I feel like Sarah Paulson. I would be okay with any racist character that she played because I know in her heart. It's all she, love. It's all love. It's all love. So I think that's one thing that's, that is a bipartisan issue. Mm-hmm. Sarah Paulson is all love. It's all love. I just watched Class last night for whatever reason. What is Have that? Have you seen that? No. The movie with uh, James McAvoy. Okay, obsessed with him, first of all. Samuel Jackson. Obsessed, obsessed with him. Legend. Bruce Willis. Okay, come on okay. now. I, I, that's why I saved him for last. Sarah Paulson. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. But apparently it's, it's M. Night Shyamalan. Sh- M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, wait. Shamahala. Glass? Sh- glass. I thought said glass. No, I said glass. Glass got a lot of um, bad press. I fuck with it. Here's the thing. Can I just say something? Please do. And this could be, see, I am problematic. And this I is your this. episode. You can say whatever you want. 
I think if you make a movie about someone who has like multiple personality disorder, it's mm-hmm. okay if it doesn't represent the entire community because it's a movie. Mm-hmm. And so everyone needs to calm down. Is that what the beef was about it? People said it makes, yes, that was the beef hmm. I, from what I read. And I only read headlines and I will only read headlines. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that was the criticism was that it just portrays people with multiple personality, multiple personality disorder in like a bad way. To those people, to those people, I say you're dumb because the movie is set with them thinking they're superheroes. Who gives (laughs) they think? And one of his personalities, it's not a documentary. And one of his personalities, he thinks he's a fucking beast. Yeah, I think the fact that it is about superheroes was a really important note that people didn't. acknowledge like yeah. I remember it's it's like it I liken it to when I feel pretty the trailer to I feel pretty came out and everyone freaked out the Amy Schumer movie and oh like, yes 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 they were like she's not ugly enough to play this part and then they were like oh so a woman has to get hit over the head to think she's beautiful oh so but and it was just like why don't we just wait and see the movie and yeah. find faults with it as opposed to freaking out right now yeah but people don't want to do that I'm gonna take it a step further for those people who had that beef I think James McAvoy should have been nominated for an Oscar. Wow. He was very fun. Have you seen that, Colin? Have you seen Glass? He's such a good He's actor. He's very fucking good in it. He got swole, too. He got so he swole. He was jacked. That is the product of somebody who's in a movie who's so fucking good at the role they're playing, but the movie just isn't good. So well, they get no recognition. But that's like Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. I thought yeah. the movie wasn't good, but his acting was fantastic. That's Carried true. the movie. Carried but the that movie. movie got, for whatever reason, there's just certain movies every year. All the awards, people go gaga for it. And it's mm-hmm. like, was it that good? I don't know. But good for Joaquin, I guess. He was great in it. He was fantastic. Can I be controversial? Would would love it if you were. Joker wasn't that bad. I didn't think it was that sorry, bad. Guys. I didn't think it was that bad either. I'm going to say you kinda it was liked good. It. It, was, it, I, was a good it wasn't movie. a best picture movie. Right. Parasite rightfully won. Did you see Parasite? Did, of course. Did you? I was rooting for Parasite and Jojo Rabbit. I didn't see Jojo Rabbit, but I loved Parasite. And I saw a lot. I saw several of the Oscar contenders this year. And I I thought that Joker was an absolutely fine piece of cinema. Mm -hmm. Did I think it was best picture? Absolutely not. No, not at all. He was great. He was fucking great. Can I be? Zazie Beats, a Zazie Beats vehicle, honey. I'm seeing it. Very good. But. Very fucking good. I want to see more of her. Me too. And I think we will. That's the good thing about it. I don't think so. I think she's done. Zazie, if you're listening, (laughs) tweet at us. Let Let us know know if you're done. (laughs) Let us know if you're done. I think she's retiring. That would be a shame. Wouldn't it be? Yeah. Do you think if... I was was talking about this yesterday. Whenever an artist says they're retiring, I think it's so fucking pretentious. Yeah, and you they could generally just, don't. They generally don't. Like and Jay-Z. You, you could just just do it. Just stop. You don't just have to make a declaration. Music. Like, but then you're also going to make more music, so it's like. Yeah, but like even Mendez, I just found out oh. she hasn't been in a movie in like nine years. I was like, oh, that's a retirement because I didn't even know you wasn't in movies no more. I miss her. I watched Hitch a couple weeks ago. It's on Netflix. See, I'm gonna say I'm looking for grievances, but I'm not finding any yet. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> just checking in. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, just great. so far, I don't have any grievances yet. I'm Hitch is one of Hitch. my favorite movies. It is so good. And say what you will about Kevin James. I'm sure people have grievances with him. And yes, maybe some of his shows, whatever, whatever. But that's a great 
fucking movie. Wait a minute, who out here got grievances with Paul Blart? Mm. Who the, <laughs> do you got grievances with Paul Blart? I can't have a grievance with something I, I've Paul seen. Blart 2 is awful. Paul Blart 1 is also awful, but in a fun way. But his first comedy special, maybe it wasn't his first comedy special, but he has a comedy special called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Mm-hmm. And he has a bit about people um, telling you their phone number. Mm-hmm. And it's so freaking funny. It's so it good. He's a good, He's. A, I, I want to believe that he's a good person. Uh, I'm going to believe it. And I think, you know, I never knew who Amber Valletta was till that film. Ava Mendez is fantastic in it. Mm-hmm. Billy Smith. Billy Porter Great. has a scene where he plays straight and it, terribly. <laughs> and I just think we would all be, I think everyone would feel a little better if everyone just watched Hitch right now. Yeah. Or when the podcast is over. Not right now, but. No, you can go watch it now. Come back to us. Okay. Come back to us because we're about to spoil Hitch for you. Yeah. Oh, no, that would be so good. <laughs> I love I it. I want to do the reboot of Hitch and I'm Hitch. I, can I be in uh, who's who who you, you want to be Hitch? Who can Female I be? Hitch. Can I be Kevin? Oh, well. You definitely can't can be I Kevin. Can I be Eva Mendez or can I be Amber? Valletta. Valletta. Um, well, I think how it would work is that yes. I would still be helping guys. But he falls in love. Right. With it's, Eva Mendez. Yeah. But I can also be I can be the the person that you know who your you can partner. Be? You can be the guy who um, gets Hitch in trouble because he's like date doctor my ass, and then the girl's <laughs> like date doctor did this, and then his cover gets blown. So you actually will so, subvert it. Okay. You'll play the asshole okay. who just fucks for a sport. Okay. 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 If you want, I mean. No, I'm fine with that. I haven't written it yet. No, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm just fine gonna with do that. a word for word reboot. I'm fine with that. Same script. But I'm hit. I think I found my first grievance. Uh-oh. We're racking them up. Write racking it down. Write it on the yeah, table. Just write it down. Write it on the table. Write it down. Hold on. Just grievance number one. I'm just going to do check marks. Okay. Grievance Perfect. number one. All right. We'll get to it at the end. Okay. We'll get to it at the end. Great. Uh, <laughs> I would be in every Will's. I would redo every Will Smith movie except Seven Pounds. I never saw that one. Right now. Everybody thinks it's good, but I don't like it. It's available on streaming, and I, I was interested in, in watching it, but I didn't. You should watch it. If you're a Will Smith fan, watch it, just to say you've seen it. But it's not a good movie. I think he did it right at the Pursuit of Happiness, which Pursuit of Happiness made me cry. It was a it good movie. It still makes me cry. Yeah. Oh, when he gets that job at the end, and you see his his face welling up, and he goes out and he claps in the crowd. He's a good actor. You can't oh, say he's not. Oh, man. I was just like, man, let me go out here and be homeless real quick, and then get a job at a firm. Get a job at a firm. Just so I can feel that. Feel that. Because I don't think I could ever feel that. I wonder what it would take. I mean, I don't I don't feel much. To be homeless? No, to oh, okay. feel that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think that. I could become homeless if I really tried. Hmm. It would be, it would have to be an active choice though, mm-hmm. which I don't, I wouldn't make. No shade at all. No shade. Um, but I don't want to be homeless. That's okay. Yeah. I would, this is, we're, we're probably getting into very problematic territory here, but I'm going to assume that no one does. Right. Maybe. Cause if you do want to not have a physical home, then you're not homeless. You're living where you want to live. Oh, good. That's very true. Right. Wow. Yep, jot that down. All right. I never thought about that, it like that. We'll put that That's down at the good. bottom. That's so we're going to have good. a grievance. We're going to have a grievance section. And then um, we're going to have a revelations a revelation section. section. All right. As we should. I got another check mark. Let's talk about what we said we would talk about. Great. I'm down. But let's do that what? right after the break. Oh. We'll be right back, everybody. Culture.
We back, we back, we back. We got Mary Beth. I have never asked you how to officially pronounce your last name. I'm just assuming it's Barone. Am I saying you that correct? nailed it. Fuck yes. Yeah. How do you say my name? I don't want to say it. <laughs> I mispronounce everyone's name. That's okay. Most people do. I don't want to. Can you just say it? Jackies. Okay. Jackies. Yes. Okay, cool. Neil. Right. How do Jackies you say my middle Neil. name? Oh, I don't Because I, I have to say three of your names. I know. I have three names. I don't even know your middle name. Starts with an A. What do you think it is? Adam? Oh, that would be awful. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I really have no idea. Check mark number two. I don't know. The grievances. Can you just tell me? Ahmad. Okay. What letters are in Adam? A D A M. Those are also in Ahmad. Yeah. You just missed so the I wasn't H. That wrong. You missed. You actually very fucking close. Um, you just missed the H. It's still a grievance though. Okay. We're gonna get fair, to him. Fair enough. We're gonna get to him. Uh, Mary Beth, you are a very funny comedian. Thank you. Every time I I have watched clips of yours, I've watched your com- uh, some comedy some things you've done on Comedy Central. I've never seen you live. I'm gonna change that. It's, it's all about to change for you. It's all about change for me. Revelation number two. Mm-hmm. See Mary Beth live. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I don't I don't know if you want to say you're known for this, so I will let you dictate that. But one thing that you are popular for is your comedy surrounding fuck boys. It's true. All right. Yeah, would you say you're true. known for that, or are you just popular for that? I would say I'm probably known for that. Okay. Are you happy about that? I am. I never thought I would. I never thought that would be what I'd be known for, but mm-hmm. I'm not sorry about it. I think it's good. I think it's good, too. I think it's funny. And it's, you know, it's it's relatable. Mm-hmm. And people have responded well to it. Mm-hmm. And if I can help people, that's the that's great. You know what I mean? Okay. Now, I, you know... I don't know what a fuckboy is. I think I know what a fuckboy is. Mm-hmm. But I'm also coming at this from a position of a person that could be a fuckboy. So, because just the general fucking demeanor of what a fuckboy is called mm-hmm. or is, how would I, I wouldn't admit it. Right? Well, you could, I mean, a lot of I mean, of some people do, do admit it. Some, you know, it's a new 2020 it's that new 2020 shit. Self-awareness. You know, I'm 33. So, okay. you know, back in the, you know, us old millennials, we don't admit shit. You know what I'm saying? We just pretend like we don't know what you're talking about. But I can tell you what a fuckboy is. Please do. Okay. So a fuckboy is someone who basically is, how I describe it, the simple version. Okay. Is that they will say and do anything to get someone to sleep with them. And mm. then whatever happens after that, they are not accountable for. So it's like oh. they only want to hang out on their terms. They kind of lead you on and let you down. The the times that they propose, they never want to commit to plans. And when they do, it's at like 2 in the morning. <laughs> and then if you try to confront them, they'll gaslight you. Okay. And there's different levels. There is a spectrum. It's not just like – it's not so um, like firm. It's kind of amorphous. And I also think fuckboys are not just men. I did a redemption yeah. with a lesbian this week. And I think it's a fuckboy can look like anything. That's a fuckboy can look like anything. Yeah. Okay. I, th- you said a few things where I'm just like, whew, nope, nope, nope. One well, of them is good. 2 a.m. Fuck out of here. I'm sleep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's good. That was I the most important one, too. Sleep. So. Mm-hmm. That's the only one. No, the other one, too. I, oh, I can't stand 
not, I can't stand not making plans. It is such a prop plaguing our generation, oh, people's inability to commit to plans. It is my biggest pet peeve with living out here is how much plans don't. And a lot of it is we're so spaced out. I get that. And that's just LA specific, not everywhere specific, but we're so spaced out. It's hard to make plans here. But coming from Chicago, it is, it grates me. Yeah. What else? What else? What uh, Plans, 2 a.m. Those are the two that I sex. heard the most. Sex. I mean, sex. what about sex? Doing and saying anything to get oh, someone okay. to have sex with you. And then That's it's terrible. kind of like, yeah. I mean, just flat out lying a lot of the time, too. Okay. Because there's, a, so what's the difference between that and game? Game, game. Is, game like, does not have like malicious intent. Game okay. is very playful and game is... I think beneficial and like healthy. Mm-hmm. Being a fuckboy is selfish. Um, it's not thoughtful. It's 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 really you're just you're just out for you're looking out for number one. You're looking out for yourself. You fuck them and leave them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, this is. I don't know why I thought this was going to be fun uh, to talk about, but this well, is yeah, awful I mean, to talk everyone about. Has, everyone has a story. You try okay. to make it fun. You try to make it feel yes, like yes, yes. No, people are less alone. Okay. I did a survey about dating, and the results were a little grim. Yeah, it sounds Dating's fucking not, bad. No one's having fun dating anymore, which is really sad to me. Here's what, yeah, that is very sad. Are you here's, single? I am not single. Okay. Uh, here's what I thought fuckboys were. Somebody who doesn't have a a, a fucking bed frame. <laughs> that definitely falls into it. Does that fall into it? 100%. Okay. They have one pillow, navy blue sheets. Um, they don't have now. a top sheet. They have, they you know. They don't have a top sheet. What's a top sheet? Like the flat sheet that goes under the, the fitted duvet. fitted sheet? No, that's a fitted sheet. Okay. The, fl- the top sheet is the one above the fitted sheet, but below the duvet. I don't have duvet. a fitted sheet. I don't have a top sheet. I don't And understand. I don't have a top sheet either. I don't understand a top sheet. And that's okay. It's not for okay. everyone. But I yes. do have a headboard. That's good. That sets you apart from a lot of people. Okay. Yeah, there's you know there's just it, there's a lot that goes into it. Okay. What are some other characteristics? Not not just like. Well, I have you the, know. I have the fuckboy starter pack. Okay, let's get that. Which I can show you. Let's get that. So the fuckboy starter pack includes vaping at formal events, <sighs> thigh tattoos. Hold on, let me. Having red receipts on. Let me put some stuff under the wearing, revelations. Wearing joggers, <sighs> big watches, whiskey, gingers. <sighs> Sliding into the DMs and also traveling in packs. <laughs> <laughs> what? Traveling in packs? What does that mean? You know, groups of guys that travel in packs. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Whiskey ginger is a fuckboy thing? I'm not saying everyone who drinks a whiskey ginger is a fuckboy. I'm uh-huh. saying that a lot of people who are fuckboys drink whiskey gingers. Okay. Okay. It's just the starter pack, by the way. There's Vaping tons. at formal events. Yeah. What's a formal event? And yeah, what am I? The Oscars. Wa- and I'm not supposed a to wedding. vape there? You can't vape at a wedding? Maybe at some people's weddings. Like, what if I'm doing it out? If you can smoke it, I can smoke a cigarette. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I've seen people smoke cigarettes at weddings. You're splitting hairs here. <laughs> I'm defending. Vaping I'm defending at these events, things. Vaping at, again, vaping at formal events doesn't make you a fuckboy. Okay. But I think that fuckboys do vape at formal events. Okay. These are red flags just to look out for. You know, it's not, I'm not saying that, I'm not, Villainizing every person that does these things. Grievous number three. Well, and I'm comfortable with that. It's okay. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, sliding into DMs. I, I I agree with that. 
I agree with that. I also think that's such a generational thing, too. For sure. Uh, where it's so hard to di- decipher because nowadays you can communicate with anybody and not have their number. Like, I don't have your number. Mm-hmm. I communicate with you. I've communicated with you only through direct yeah. messages. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But sliding into a DM with the intent of, I'm trying to fuck this person. Dicking down. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So. So now you do you feel like you have a bit of a grasp on what I a fuck have a boy way is? better I have a way better grasp on what a fuck boy is. Good. I do. Great. I do. I do. Here is my question to you. Mm-hmm. Is it a curable thing? This is this is my life's work okay. at this point. Okay. So I have done a lot. I've had a lot of conversations with fuckboys of varying mm-hmm. ages, different genders, sexual orientations, mm-hmm. and I do think it is curable. Okay. As is being addicted to them. It's a mm-hmm. treatable condition, but it ha- the person has to want to change. And mm-hmm. I think that's the case for, you know, a lot of things plaguing our generation. And it is interesting to think about people who've been fuckboys for, you know, since they're 20, 22 to 32. Mm-hmm. Where do you go from here? People don't know how to have real intimacy because they've spent the last decade being a fuckboy. And it's... I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for us and for dating in general, but I do. I think it will probably get worse before it gets better because we just need to hit a breaking point where people are just so fed up with how things are that we just start. We have to just demand change. Mm. It's like with anything, any movement. Here is here is a legitimate question. Like not even joking. Is would you say? And of course, like let's for anybody out there, this is. Our opinions. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Just what I have gathered. Just what we've gathered. How Jay-Z start the blueprint. Mm -hmm. What you're listening to is just my thoughts. (laughs) Just how I'm feeling at the time. Right or wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what this is. We're going to start every episode of Culture Kings with that from here on out. Genius. Yes. Uh, Is number of sexual partner, can you have multiple sexual partners and not be considered a fuckboy. Definitely. Okay. It's not about Because people conflate quantity. those two. It's not about the quantity. It's about being upfront with what you want at the beginning. And, okay. And open communication. Ah. If I'm sleeping with three people and I they all know that I'm not monogamous with any of them and we use protection and we I have an open dialogue and we're all upfront with our feelings, that's not being a fuckboy. That's okay. just dating around. Being a fuckboy would be if... I have three people I'm fucking and they all think they're the only one and I talk to them and treat them like they're my significant other and I use them, I take advantage of them emotionally. Got it. And then I don't, at a certain point, I just drop them like a bad habit. Got it, got it, got it. There's a difference. And I do agree that it's conflated sometimes. I made a Venn diagram of hype beasts, fuckboys, and thoughts Mm -hmm. because they definitely have overlap, but they're they're not a perfect circle. It's different. A hype beast is somebody who just likes fashion and the shit that's hype. Yeah, but they also like, there's other factors too. I can okay. show you the Venn diagram. I'm so ignorant. No, it's not. It, why do I know these things? It's not. It's not. No, it's a good thing. That you're just gonna it's my area of study. It's really, you know. Yeah. Ask me something. Ask me something you think I know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't feel bad about knowing this. Ask me what you think I know. Tell me about getting performers high on stage before they perform. 
All right. Uh, so here's what it is. First of all, you do have to go to a place of peer pressure. Like, you have to be that person. Mm-hmm. You have to be the person that says, are you good right now? <laughs> no, you're not. More. Take, take a little bit more, mm-hmm. right? Which is bad. It's a bad thing. I'm not going to say it's but not. But they signed up for but it. But they signed up for it, right? Yeah. They signed up for it. And then also, there have been many times where I've been on stage very high and it was like, I think I may have to leave the stage right now. I am going to die yeah. on this stage. Drugs are crazy. And then I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. Yeah. What if I'm not? What if this is, uh, what if I died? Because this will probably come out after the next past that blunt. What if I died at past that blunt? And this is a post, a post posthumous, posthumous, exactly. a posthumous podcast. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. What if you're the last person I talked to? But then we get a lot of listens, probably. Oh my gosh, Colin is in the room right now. He's like, "Listen, good analytics. We're trying on that to get we trying to get the million downloads. Yes, easiest way to get that is for one of the hosts to have an untimely death. Yeah, I think that's been proven time and time again. Yeah, it is. Uh, I was going to say something very bad, very very bad, but I'm not going to say it. Just think it. Give me a second. I have a lot of thoughts on it. Okay. Mark these down under revelation. Another revelation. Yeah. All right. Um, but yes, I hope that answered your question. It did. <laughs> okay. It did. I feel. I feel you like feel I better. Know more, you feel better. More perspective. All right. Do you have? If there was, if there was, and these don't have to be set. These can be off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. But if there was five questions that you would ask to see if somebody, even if they're not a fuckboy has the characteristics of one. Do you, would you have five questions? Absolutely. Shoot. Have you ever ghosted someone you've had sex with? Have I ever ghosted someone I've oh, had Oh, I'm s- asking you right now? Yeah, okay, sure. Okay, cool. Have you ever ghosted someone you've had sex with? N- no. Like right after? No, not ever, never. I've never ghosted anyone. Great. Okay, that's, that's a big I? one. Hold on, let me think. This is bad that I have to think about this. I don't think I've ever ghosted anyone. Let's go to high school. Let's go back to high school. No, that doesn't count. Fantastic. Then no. Okay. Because I have ghosted somebody in high school, and this is a terrible ghost because we were in class together, and I just I didn't. I've yes, I had sex in high school, but not with this person. Mm -hmm. Um, You're very surprised by that. No, I'm just like people having sex. I I mean, I'm not judging. By the way, I'm just like, oh my god, that's. That's crazy. I lost my virginity when I was 15. Too young. Okay. Too young. I did not have sex with this person, but I did stop talking to this person, even though we were in a class together. But we eventually became friends again. Okay. So I feel very bad about that. I was also 16 years old. There's all those things from our teenage years that haunt us to this day. So as an adult, I'm more than an adult. I'm an adult. Mm -hmm. I have not ghosted anyone. No. Okay, great. Second question. Have you ever had sex with someone and you didn't know their name? No. Have you ever lied to get someone out of your apartment who you've had sex with? No. Have you ever canceled plans with someone? <laughs> so wild. <laughs> have you ever canceled plans with someone to hang out with someone else, both sexual partners? Have I ever? Like you had a date scheduled with someone, but then someone else reached out and said, do you want to hang out? And you canceled on the first person. Oh. Nothing readily coming to my head, but I will say this. I I don't think so, but I also 
can see that happening more often than people give. Mm-hmm. People Absolutely. That happens all the all time. All the time. Yeah. And it's fair. I get it. But I'm just saying this in combination with a bunch of other characteristics okay. could potentially point to someone okay. being a fuckboy. Okay. Then the last question would be like, what are your texting habits? Do you text back right away? Do you try to manipulate people by waiting purposely? Mm-hmm. Do you leave people on red? What's the... What's I text the back right away. Me too. I hate people who don't. So you are definitively um, not a fuckboy. Fantastic. There is somebody who I texted recently, and this is just a friend, uh, who she's terrible at texting. And it annoys me. It's so annoying. <laughs> and so, like, texting. she texts me, and I text her right back. But because I didn't want to seem like a chump, I scheduled the text to go the next day. <gasps> you <laughs> schedule a text? Hell yeah! I didn't even know that. Well, That's how you don't. Ha- you have an Android. Hold on. Hey, let me fucking. I heard that. I heard the disdain in your voice. Let me write down another grievance. You about to get a full fucking. You about to get a fiver. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I do have an Android. Is that okay? More than fine. I'm just collecting information here. Mm-hmm. Lies. I told you. What did I tell you up top? You told me you don't lie. I said one thing you're always going to get from me is honesty. Okay. And what would I gain from lying? I don't know. I if don't I was know. judging you for your phone, I think I would, I know I would just say I'm judging you for your phone. Okay. People's electronic decisions are so personal and okay. you must have a reason for, for okay. having an Android. Okay. We'll okay. put that under the revelations. Okay, good. All right. You could ask me anything right now, and I will be honest with you. Oh, I don't think you. I don't think you mean that. Okay. Um, Colin, what's what's the question I should ask? Colin's like, please don't put me. I've got so many questions. Oh, what's oh? Fire away. I I think like fuckboys like wear it as a as a badge, right? Is there anyone that that is a fuckboy that doesn't realize they're a fuckboy, or is there any situation where you'd need like five questions to identify them? There's definitely. So there's, I think there are, there are different types of fuckboys. There's the ones who think that they're not doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. And then there's the ones who know that they're doing everything wrong. I did a fuckboy redemption on someone who, uh, I would identify as a player in under the fuckboy spectrum. And he just did not understand why what he was doing was so like emotionally manipulative and fucked up. He would go on dates with people. He would go on a fifth date with someone, invite them over, cook them food, have them dog sit, sleep with them consistently, text them back all the time, get emotionally invested, and then be like, why do you think we're dating? We're not dating. Yes, you are. You're dating. Like, you can't say you're not dating. And he would have that going with three or four different people at once. Yeah. And it's just like, he he didn't understand why that- That's a lot of energy to put into somebody. Like, if I'm not dating you, why the fuck am I doing all this shit? Like to I fill get, an emotional void. That's what it always comes down to. Yeah. Almost always it comes down to that. And every fuckboy has an origin story. That's what mm-hmm. I've also learned in my studies. Here's a question for you. Sure. Since you would answer anything. Mm-hmm. Great basketball players know the game because they're great basketball players. Right? Great actors know the game because they're great actors. Great head of podcast networks like our dad Colin mm-hmm. know podcasting because they're great at it yeah why do you know so much about being a fuck boy are you a fuck girl <laughs> first of all fuck boy is gender neutral there's no such thing as a fuck girl okay alright a girl can I apologize. be a fuck boy I apologize I'm just saying that let right me, now let me start a no, column no, no, for no. my no let me start a column for myself okay, for, great, for grievances that you can have against me so, so far I, we're at half definitely 
have exhibited traits of being a fuckboy myself. And okay. that was when I decided that I needed to change my ways. Because when you're exposed to something so much, mm-hmm. you, it, you normalize it, you internalize it, and you think, oh, this is just like, this is okay. But it's actually not. Mm-hmm. And so when I, deci- when I started becoming a fuckboy myself is when I put my foot down. I said, I can't do this anymore. Okay. It can't be. I can't. I can't put myself in these situations. And I have definitely relapsed several times since I decided to stop. But all of those situations have, put, like, you have to regress a little bit to move forward sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is true for me for sure. Ooh, you got to regress a little bit. Revelation number one, two. Oh, let me. All right, well, Revelation number eight. Number eight. Number eight. I am going to take that to heart. You have to regress a little bit to move forward. Every time I regress, I'm not going to feel bad about it. You shouldn't because it's not going to piling on and making yourself feel bad is not productive. It's Mm -hmm. like, what can I take away from this situation? And sometimes I don't want to do that. I'm like, you know what? This just sucks. And I don't want to, I didn't learn anything, but Mm -hmm. you did. That's the thing is that you actually did. Okay. All right. So you are a recovering fuck boy. And recovering fuckboy addict. And but I wasn't fuckboy addict. I haven't done the fuckboy things I've done have not been that bad, but okay. I definitely But you've you've had some I've of dabbled. the dabbled. I mean you only got a fit of sheet, Mary Beth. I know. And the hey, number one. But guess what? I will admit to it. All right. See, I'll admit to it. I admit to it too, because I don't understand what the fuck a top sheet is for. I ain't sleeping under that shit. My no. cover is enough. That's too many sheets, man. It's a lot of sheets. I'm a wild sleeper too. So when I sleep, shit you is get tangled. Com- it's coming off the bed. And I don't like making my bed. Do you make your bed? Never. Is that a fuckboy trait? No. I think that's just a personal choice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. All right. That's New okay. revelation. Yeah. Fuckboys make their beds. All right. They do and they don't. You know, they do and they don't. It's fine. But if they did one more than the other. What would you say? How many beds have you walked in on that have not been made? Countless. Okay. Countless beds. I actually think guys making their bed sums up. <laughs> so actually, you would prefer. I to don't get, know if they're fuckboys, but there's something going. There's on. something going on. I'm like, what are you hiding? What if they're clean? They're hiding a significant other. Probably. That's probably what they're hiding. If the bed is made. T. If the bed is made, listen. If you out there. And you you about to go, you know, knock them sheets, but you can't see them sheets. Them sheets covered with duvets and covers. Ask some more questions. Ask a couple more questions. And then decide if you're okay with it. Yeah. You might be okay with it, but know before you go. But make the decision yourself. Know before you go. Exactly. Absolutely. If you can see them sheets... You got you a faithful ass man. Yeah. You got you a faithful. You're not hiding shit. You ain't hiding shit. Yeah, look at these sweat spots. <laughs> <laughs> look at this yellow pillow mm, I got. Sweat spots. <laughs> yeah, look at these sweat spots. That's what the kids are calling it. You don't sweat when you sleep? Mm. You don't sweat when you sleep? <laughs> that's a grievance. That's body shaming. <clears throat> if that's a grievance, that's not right. Uh, trying to put labels on me. Wow, body just shamer. turned now into a, another grievance. Now I'm a body shamer because hmm. I don't understand people who don't sweat when they sleep. Okay, all right, if you say so. All right, I think I've learned a lot today. Good. If there was... Okay, here's one more question. Obviously, fuckboys are terrible. 
But I think people also equate them with fun, which is a problem, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So this whole, you know, and I don't subscribe to this. I think this is dumb. But I have some listeners who do, and my co-host does. Edgar does. He's not here to defend himself right now, so, so let's put it all on him. Want. Yeah. He is the type of person who thinks that... I lost my train of thought. What was we talking about? Fuckboys fuck are equated with fun. That's right. Uh, he's the type of person who thinks that if you are a nice guy, you won't get that ass. You got to be a little bit of an asshole to get that ass. Is that true? It depends mm, mm. on a lot of factors. Okay. There is no, that is not a yes or no question. Yes, and nice. What? Nice guys do get ass. That's dumb. That's nice a cop guys out. get nice guys get that booty. There's that's a cop out, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, are there some girls who think nice guys are boring? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know why you shouldn't go out? You shouldn't go after them if you're a nice guy. That's true. Because you're gonna end up just like if you like nice guys, don't go for bad boys. Okay. Simple as that. Okay. But it's a valid question, and I think it's something a lot of people struggle with for sure. It's a valid question. I I agree with that. I. I wonder, I've been both. I've been on both sides of the spectrum. Of course. Asshole, Because we're nice dynamic guy. individuals. We're dynamic individuals. I'm an actor. I grew up in a theater. Right. All right. So that's, you know, I got a little bit of niceness in me. I grew up in theater. But I also used to rap. So I got a little oh, bit of that wow. bad boy in me. What's your sign? Me. What's my what? Your oh, sign. my like birth sign? Mm-hmm. A Libra. Okay. Ooh, scale. See, I'm a balance. Yeah. Are you astrology? I dabble. What is, what am I? I'm if a I'm a Lib- I actually don't know that many Libras, so I don't know a lot okay. about it. Okay. What is, what are you as a Gemini? What is your, what are your things? Full of contradictions. That's the okay. main thing. Yeah. Well. It can be a lot to live with. Okay. A lot, lot going on in my brain. All right. What's the contradiction that you, that bothers you? A contradiction that bothers me? Yeah. Um. That you know I'm contradicting. I wouldn't say it bothers me, but uh, an example of a contradiction would be that I'm very, I have a lot of emotional walls up when it comes to intimacy mm-hmm. and I don't like to open up too much to new people, but then I'll go on stage in front of a room full of strangers and talk into a microphone about the most intimate details of my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But that's something I'm at peace with. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say it bothers me, but it's definitely a thing. I have a contradiction. It Hit bothers me. me. Hit me. As a black man, as a person of color, I understand, I can't stand what white people do to us mm-hmm. as people of color. Sure. They annoy me. Yeah. So much. But then all I date is white women. Oh. That's a contradiction. All I've dated. That's a lie. Let me stop lying. I got. I'm about to have so many queens about to drag the fuck Kick out of me. Kick your ass, yeah. I'm about to drag his ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About mm-hmm. to drag his ass. Plug, plug. That's the name of your show. Uh, but I do think that's a contradiction. But it bothers me when people call you on it. Yes, because nobody wants to be called out on things like that. Here's what I think for real. Here's what I think for real. I think if you are a person of color and you have dated white people. Who cares? If you're a person of color and all you date 
as white people and you say, I don't date people, then you're a fucking problem. Oh, for sure. Then you're a problem. That's, yeah, I would be shocked to hear someone say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yo, how many how many black people you know? I know a lot of them. But I guess they just date whoever. A number, Mary Beth. I don't have a number because I know so many. <laughs> oh, all right. And we'll start a new category for you. <laughs> non griefs <laughs> We're at one. Great. We're at one. Great. Um, all right. As we wrap it up. We've we've talked a lot about fuckboys and stuff, but you're also an accomplished comedian. Uh, you're an accomplished entertainer. Uh, you do a lot of dope shit. Thanks. Um, a lot of fun videos, a lot of stand up. You've been on TV. You've been on. Have have any of those specials been on TV, or no, did they do just the it's online? Digital. Okay, but just the new TV. You know, hopefully, at some point on the late night set. That's the goal. That's dope. That would be fun. I think you got it. I think you'll. Do, I think that's gonna happen. Thank you. You know what? I'm going to put it in the universe. 2020. It's going to happen. Late night set. Late night set. What's some other dope shit that you are doing? What's some other stuff you want people to know about? Uh, Because you got a lot of really fun stuff going on. Well, we're doing the anniversary show of Drag His Ass on April 23rd at Chelsea Music Hall in New York. We have an early show and a late show. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then, you know, I'm out here in L.A. for the next couple weeks. Got a bunch of shows. Doing more colleges this year. There's like a few projects that I'm not going to talk about because I have superstition. Okay. And so just keep your eye out. And if you want to find me, you will not have trouble. What's if you had a dream job? If you Edgar asked this question, I'm going to ask it to you because I'm very interested mm-hmm. in what you got to say. If I was a producer and I called you up and I said, Mary Beth Barone, mm-hmm. I don't know why I like saying your full name, but I do. Thank you. Uh, I got an X amount of money. I got, I got X amount of money. I'm going to give it to you. Blank check. You can do whatever you want with it. Create whatever you want. Mm-hmm. What would that be? I would probably make the feature that I just wrote. Okay. It's a rom-com. Oh. So you are, you want, you aspire to be film writer or TV writer or anything? Um, Actor, writer would be nice. Okay. Yeah. And then do tour with stand-up, but. Okay. Now, I say fantastic feature produced. Got it. Yeah. I got a second check. Mm -hmm. Even more blank than the first one. Okay. This is a, this doesn't have to be what you just wrote. This can be your dream. Like the wildest thing you can think of that you want to create. Like somebody was like, I want to create a reboot of Captain Planet. Right? Or which that shit would be dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. I want to be in that. What would that be? I want to reboot the man show. Really? Mm-hmm. That would be dope. Yeah. That would be dope. How uh, would that look? Body positive juggies. Okay. And I would want it to be a weekly show with like sketch, some in-studio stuff, and then correspondents who go out in the world, you know, people, I would say non-straight white men. Mm-hmm. And we would just, it would just subvert the original, basically, to be the perspective of everyone else, essentially. Who was it? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel was in the original Jimmy man Kimmel, show, right? Adam Steve Carell? No, Adam Carolla. Adam. I don't think Steve Carell was. Oh, okay. I thought he and was And then um, I think reason. Joe Rogan for a bit as well. Of course. Are you a Joe Rogan fan? I am. Okay. I like the more fair fact. I don't listen to his podcast. I've listened so to it a I few can't. times. I just don't have an issue with him. I don't have an issue with him as well. I know I'm supposed to because social no, media told me. We all are. Uh, but the Joe Rogan I know is the one with hair, who's a little skinny, who makes people eat roaches. Yeah. And I like <laughs> that Joe Rogan. That? I like that Joe Rogan. The Joe Rogan I know 
taught me one thing. Fear is not a factor for you. Wow. Yes. That's the best lesson you can learn. Mm-hmm. If, as a matter of fact, if I was, I was going to talk say. to a fuck, fuck boy out there and you want to change and you're scared to, just go back to the words of Joe Rogan. Fear. It's not a factor for you. You can do it. That show is insane. That show is to insane. To think about, kind of nuts. Ludic- and you know why I appreciate Joe Rogan as the host? Because Ludacris rebooted it. And it was so bad. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to watch this. We needed Rogan. At all. We, we needed need Rogan. Rogan. You need Rogan. You need fucking Rogan. Uh, Mary Beth Barone. Is it weird that I call you all three? I'm just going to no, call No, a you. lot of people do that. Okay. MBB. Is that weird? No. I'm going to come up with a name that only I call you. Mary BB. Sure. No one calls me that. <laughs> okay. Man, that sounds like a terrible fucking name. Mary BB. It's not the worst thing I've been called. Okay. I'm going to write something and that's what you're going to be called. It. The Hitch. The it's Hitch It's going to be called Mary BB. Perfect. I love it. Fantastic. And I'm going to be the asshole uh, who fucks without consequence, apparently. And yep. as we wrap this up, let's get to our grievances. Grievance number one. Do you think I can only play an asshole? Never said that, but okay. I, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Grievance number two. I'm realizing the error of my ways of just remember. writing check marks. I thought, I, thought, I thought you were just going to count them at the end. <laughs> All right. I have seven grievances with you. Mm-hmm. You also gave me nine revelations. Perfect. I admit that you should have one grievance with me. Mm-hmm. And you also, I have one positive thing to say about you. I'm okay with that ratio. That's the scorecard. I think it's perfect. All right. I didn't keep one for you, Okay. but maybe next time. Okay. Thank you. Uh, You didn't keep one because... Because everything you said was perfect. I'm perfect. Kind of crazy how that happens. It is. This was fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me. I know. And I'm happy you were here. This this is your second episode, but I'm going to say this is your first episode because you got a whole episode to yourself. Where can people find you? You can find me on social media at Mary Beth Barone. Um, Yeah, that's where I'm at. Fantastic. Hey, thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, boy, 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 boy. Mary Beth Barone, fuckboy expert. Uh, That was fun. She's fun. I like Mary Beth. She's a fun, fun person. We had a good time. Also, are you a fuckboy? Maybe you are. If you are, you can change. I think uh, she also dropped some gems in there. I know we we were fucking around and 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 having fun and laughing and talking, but she dropped some gems in there too, uh, especially about being honest and open communication and all of that. You know, it, it was it was really dope to hear somebody say, "Yo, you can still have as much fun as you want, but uh, but as long as you are doing it." in a respectful manner and you're being honest and you're not trying to hide what you're doing, right? Um, That is the positive way to look at having some good old fuck fun. Uh, That should never be a word. Fuck fun. 
That sounds awful. <laughs> Yo, we not fuck boys. We out here just having fuck fun. That's what I like to call it. Uh, that sounds very creepy. I apologize to all my fans who expect better of me, who expect better of this show. I don't know why you do, but you do. And I apologize to you. You guys miss Edgar. You guys miss Young Prince Epidaka. You miss them. They'll be back. They'll be back soon. Like I said, Matt will be fresh off of his rally. Again, what kind of rally was that? I don't know. Let's just say that if you were to go to young Prince Apodaca's house right now and pull the sheet and pull the blankets back, would you see some sheets on, on the match? I don't know. I don't know. Matt is not here to defend himself right now. So that's where I'm going to end it with him. And also, Edgar, did he put a ring on it? Is he Mr. Salinas now? When you hear him next, will he come on and say, when I say, welcome to Culture Kings, Jockey's Neil here, and then will he say, and Edgar Salinas? Because he's going to take her last name. We all know that. He should. He should. Montplaisir is very hard to spell. Selena's, though, easy to spell, rolls off the tongue. Edgar Salinas. That sounds better. Nobody wants to say Anna Montplaisir. Nothing to the Montplaisirs out there. I think it's a great name, too. But if I, was, if I had the choice to say, pick a last name. And if it was between Salinas and Montplaisir, I would pick Salinas. They probably also are just going to keep both of their last names. That's probably what's going to happen. I don't know. Tweet him and ask him what he did. What, what, what last name did they keep? And just flood his inbox. Flood his DMs. Tweet at him as much as you can asking him these questions. He's going to love it. He likes to pretend like he doesn't like interaction on Twitter. He loves it. He loves it. He likes to pretend like him and Anna aren't getting married, but why are they at a wedding right now? Valentine's weekend. I know this isn't Valentine's weekend when you're hearing this, but it is when you were when we're recording it. I don't know. I don't know. If you want to know something about me, here's what I'll tell you. I'm a good Christian man. I don't, I don't be out here living in sin, you know what I'm saying? I'm not out here uh, taking part in the drugs and, and, and the sex and all the stuff, you know, and the rallies and things. I just put my head down. I read my Holy Bible. I watch T.D. Jakes, who's a pastor, for those of you who don't know. He's the black version of Joel Olstein, but a little bit better. He, way better, actually. He's black church. You know, listen to me some T.D. Jakes, listen to some Kirk Franklin, some gospel music, melodies from heaven, silver and gold. Stay on my knees praying, praying for a better world. 
you know, out here preaching the good word to everybody. You when you when you get on the streets and you see those people who be running down the streets with megaphones, uh, preaching Bible verses, that's me. I'm putting the good word out into the world. And then when I get home, you know, I sit my queen down and I say, now let me tell you about my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Every night, every night, we do that. That's who I am. Which probably makes most of you like me less. I'm not going to lie. It, 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 I would like me less. You know. If I was out here, you know, smoking that shit and doing that stuff, I would like me more. But that's okay. Because when I'm in heaven and y'all in hell, y'all ain't going to be saying nothing then. Y'all going to be screaming with fire while I'm up there uh, uh, eating grapes and being fanned by angels. This pod, this 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 podcast has taken such a weird turn <laughs> that I'm not sure <laughs> what we're talking about anymore. But I do know this. Thank you guys so much for listening. Before we wrap it up, let's do a Queen of the Week, ladies and gentlemen. Queen of the Week. My Queen of the Week is. For the first time here on Earwolf, she's been my queen of the week before. She's a forever queen, but I want to say this for you guys to hear it again or for the first time. It's my mom, Nicole Neal, my queen of the week, and my aunt, Alana, and my other aunt, Demi, and my grandmother, Mildred. My whole family, the women who raised me. They are my queens of the week. I was just speaking. I, 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 I had somebody, at, you know, it's no secret that I never met, you know, my father, that, that dude. And I was raised by those four women. And somebody asked me recently, like, yo, Jackie's, would you ever reach out and want to meet your dad? And I was like, I don't care, man. I, whatever. Who knows? I'm 33. Maybe. Maybe. But then I thought, you know, I had all the parents I needed with those four women and I wanted and I called them and I told them how much I appreciated them. So I want to say it out here on the world for everybody to hear that I appreciate the women that raised me. They are the forever queens and they are the current queens of the week. Mama Neil, Grandma Neil, Auntie Neil and Auntie Neil, even though two of them last name is not Neil, but for the sake of continuity, they all Neil's today. That's it, y'all. Those are my queens of the week. At Culture Kings Pod on everything is how you connect with us. At Jockeys Neil on everything is how you connect with me. At Edgar Montplazier on Twitter is how you tweet at Edgar and ask him about. His possible nuptials mm-hmm. or awful gram to see if he posted any pictures of it. Go check it out. Go ask him to post pictures of it. We got Stitcher Premium, y'all. We're probably going to start getting that bonus content out as we get into the springtime. So use our promo code KINGS. Keep an ear out for when we drop that bonus content on Stitcher Premium. Add free versions of the show also on Stitcher Premium. Stitcher Premium is where it's at, y'all. Culture Kings is going to be dropping that dope bonus content 
promo code KINGS for a free month. Everybody, it's been a pleasure being the solo host of Culture Kings. But Edgar is back. A king is nobody without his co-king. Culture Kings will be back in full effect next week. Until then, I like you and I love you. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.